0: Hi, welcome to Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am one of these uncertain people. And today is a podcast all about backing yourself up and the importance of being there to back yourself up. This is a topic that I discussed on my blog, not on my blog, on my TikTok. I've actually probably talked about it on my blog as well. Um... And it did fairly well and I know a lot of people are really interested in the concept of backing yourself up and what that means because I don't think a lot of us are taught the importance of it. And and this this especially applies to when you're in a relationship because it might feel counterintuitive to focus on yourself and your needs, we'll get into this in more detail, but it might feel counterintuitive to do that when you're in a relationship, because the whole point of being in a relationship is to give other people your love, attention, affection, and help them get their needs met and desires. And while that is all fair and definitely necessary and part of the process of being in a relationship... It is also equally important to make sure that you're doing that all for yourself first so that your cup is full before you try to pour into somebody else's and try to give that to somebody else and so i want to talk about this a little bit more in detail give a few examples break it all down a little bit for anybody who's struggling with it because i know i struggled with it a lot and i talk about this a bit on my tiktok as well where I was in a long-term relationship, and a lot of the time I didn't really understand the importance of backing myself up, and that led to struggles within the relationship. Not that the relationship was bad, just within myself and how I interacted within that relationship. Growing up, I was never taught to back myself up. Um, I wasn't taught the importance of stating my boundaries. Um, And yeah, it's just affected me as I've gotten older in so many different kinds of relationships. Friendships, family relationships, work relationships, and I've just learned how important it actually is to, to practice and maintain in all aspects of your life. Okay, so I have some notes written down today so I can actually hit all the points I want to make. Um, the first one, the importance of expressing your difference. And I remember my therapist saying this to me once when I talked to her about this, about how I feel like I can't quite... Establish myself and my identity within certain relationships, and how I get really nervous to do it. Um, in order because I don't want to offend anyone or cause any sort of problems or conflict or anything. And she said that the first step to getting to this point is to express your difference, even in small ways. So she gave me a few examples of like going to a coffee shop and seeing something in the display window like some sort of food and saying to yourself i like that i don't like that you know inside your head i don't think out loud would be the best idea but even so expressing your difference to yourself first to say you know what this is what i like this is what i I don't like so that you know where you stand on certain things and then being able to then express it to people in your life after that because first you have to know where you stand in order to then be able to be comfortable and just to even know where to set that boundary with actual people right so if you're in a relationship and your partner says i want to do this and that's just not really something that you like to do or you want to do you need the ability to be able to say internally to understand that actually i don't like that and i could potentially say i do and go along with it because i want to make that other person happy but will it ultimately make me uncomfortable like you have to think about that right And expressing your difference is a way to do that, to to recognize what exactly your limits are. And of course, you know, there's always compromise that's necessary in any kind of relationship. You know, you gotta have like a little bit of a back and forth and balance so that everyone's a little, like everyone's happy, right? But there are moments where you might not just wanna do something and it's just uncomfortable for you. It's not your thing and that's okay. And so you have to learn to express that difference And also when you do that, you teach yourself what you like, what you don't like, and also that you're going to have your back to express it and tell other people and you're not going to just fall into people-pleaser tendencies. Okay, the next one. Another method my therapist introduced me to in our early sessions was when you're backing yourself up, when you're standing up for yourself in some way, you know, something's made you uncomfortable and you feel like you have to say something... when you're finally at the point where you just can't be a people pleaser anymore and you feel like you have to stand up for yourself. She told me to envision me standing in front of my inner child when I do that. So in a moment when you're in conflict with somebody and you're having to now step up, state where you're uncomfortable or why you're uncomfortable, set a boundary, instead of envisioning it as you, envision it as you protecting your inner child because you are no longer your inner child. You are your inner child's guider and protector. And you are there for them. That's the point. Like your parents used to do that for you. Some of Sometimes parents aren't good at that either. And so as we get older, it's important to be able to reparent yourself and figure out how can I best serve my inner child? How can I best protect them and keep them safe and feel secure so that those inner wounds that stop us from doing certain things or make us really anxious or scared or lead to people, please tendencies, don't come up all the time. And doing this, envisioning your inner child in moments like that and you standing in front of them is the best way to practice doing that. To practice um, trusting yourself and showing yourself that you're going to back yourself up in any situation. And of course, if you're in a life-threatening situation, if if it really is too dangerous to stand up for yourself and you know that, don't do it, obviously. like have It's more to also have discernment in these scenarios to know when it's appropriate to stand up for yourself and when it could lead to more trouble than than necessary but again the important thing is the awareness of that right it's not the I'm not standing up for myself because um I've been taught to be a people pleaser and that's why it's I'm not standing up for myself I know I need to I know this is the kind of moment where I would need to stand up for myself and I know what my boundary is but I'm not doing it because I also know I need to stay safe and that's that in itself is enough to also establish self-trust and show that you are going to back yourself up Okay, the next one. It's a big one. Everyone always talks about it. But saying no when necessary. It, you have to know that you have to say no at certain times. And sometimes you, sometimes you can say yes if you feel like you have the capacity and capability to do something, even if it's outside of your comfort zone, even if maybe you're a little bit tired, you have to weigh out the pros and cons, right? If you're saying yes because you know it's going to make someone else happy and you want to make them happy, not out of a necessity for avoiding the fear of rejection or abandonment, like a lot of people have, um, myself included. <laughs> but, you know, because you want to just bring joy to somebody. And that's totally fair. You can definitely say yes, even if you don't feel like it. In certain moments, again, it's all about the self-awareness. But it's also incredibly important to know where your limit is and to say that no. Because, again, it teaches your inner child that you're going to be there for them. That you're gonna, they're going to tell you, right, with whatever feelings that crop up, they're telling you, I don't like this. This is not for me. I, You know, it doesn't work. And you need to be there as the protector, as the, the, the guider of your inner child to say, you know what? No, like, this is not for us. We don't like it. Yeah, we could, we could do it. We could spend those extra hours doing work um, when we don't have to. We could go to that event, even though we don't like it just because you like it. We could do that, but we're not going to because we don't like it. And that's it. You don't have to justify that to anybody. I mean, you can if you want to, if you want to maintain a certain kind of relationship. But you don't have to. That's the thing. It's you. Like, your no is enough. And as long as you know why you're saying no and the implications of it and what it means, what it would mean if you were to say yes when you felt like saying no, that's all that matters. You don't need to worry about what anyone else thinks about it. Because it's not your business what anyone else thinks about you. It's just yours, like you're doing your life, your whole goal in life is to make yourself as happy as you can, as content as you can. I don't want to say happy because happiness is fleeting, obviously, just like sadness is fleeting, but to make yourself as content as possible. And this is a small way to do that, is to say no, to show yourself that you're going to back yourself up when necessary and that you're just, you're just there for yourself. You know, and it's important to have that relationship with with yourself because you are going, you are your soulmate, you are your best friend, and that kind of relationship has to be maintained, and it has to be worked on just like any kind of relationship. And oftentimes, this needs to be done before getting into a romantic relationship. That isn't to say that it can't be worked on while in the romantic relationship. Of course, it can. A lot of people do it. A lot of people on my TikTok are commenting that they've been with their partners for years like starting in their teenage years into their mid 20s and they've grown together they they constantly communicate they work with it. that's amazing and i love i love hearing that stuff because it really it just ma- it just shows me that so many people have so many different experiences and some are some are really good um however you also have to make sure that if you're in a situation a relationship of any sort family friend r- romantic that you are first and foremost taking care of your needs and backing yourself up before you can then join into a partnership with somebody else. Okay, and the final one, stating boundaries, standing up for yourself, and being not nice when you don't have to be. Um, Obviously, boundaries, standing up for yourself are incorporated into all these tips beforehand. But the like not being nice is it's kind of an intricate topic in a sense because I made a video about this as well the concept of niceness versus kindness and how I think they're very different that you can be kind inherently kind and caring compassionate looking out for other people but you don't have to be nice all the time niceness to me is a non-descriptor it is a state of existence that is non-threatening to others and that's why people like nice quote unquote nice people because they're non threatening they're not going to cause waves they're just there they're just kind of existing and you know whatever but there are moments in your life that are going to happen and i've learned this the hard way many times that people are going to overstep your boundaries they're going to make you uncomfortable because maybe they're just unhappy people and they like to make other people just as unhappy as they are they're going to do that and they're going to do it purposefully to test if you have boundaries and if you're going to stand up for your boundaries. And in those moments, it is imperative that you are not nice. And again, this is to all my people pleasers out there. You have to, you have to stand up for yourself. And I, I give you permission to be, to make that person feel as uncomfortable as they've tried to make you feel. And this is something I stand behind. And it used to be so hard for me to do this, but now it's just, I see it as you're matching somebody's energy, okay? They're coming at you with a certain energy, a dark energy, you know, and you're matching it within your reason, obviously. If someone's coming to you with a negative comment, you can then match that energy and say something that would make them, something in relation to that, that would make them as uncomfortable. You know, does that make sense? Like, you're a nice person. Sorry, you are a kind person, right? You could be a kind person. Caring, understanding, compassionate, all those things. But in moments like that, you don't have to be nice. Because all niceness does, the, you know, this generalized idea of niceness is make people disrespect you and disregard you. They think that you're not going to stand up for yourself when necessary. And when you show them that you are when you show them both sides of you, the kind side, right, and the side that's not going to put up with their shit, that's when they start respecting you. That's when they're like, okay, you know what? Cat has set a boundary and clearly she is not going to bend for me despite me trying by, you know, maybe mean manipulative tactics. She's not going to do that. And so that person then backs down. That person understands that, what you've done, what they've done has led you to standing up for yourself, backing yourself up. Because ultimately, no one's going to back you up. <laughs> no one's going to back you up the way that you can back you up. Does that make sense? Like, sure, somebody will stand up for you for sure. But it's not their responsibility to. It's your responsibility to stand up for yourself. And to do it in a way that feels authentic and aligned for you, right? You can do it in aggressive ways, you know, in unhealthy ways. Um, in dramatic ways but ultimately it has to be a way that feels that feels aligned with the kind of person you want to to bring out into the world you know so it's definitely important to first understand your boundaries recognize where they are where that line is and then when somebody crosses it to be fine with not being nice and not being a nice a nice kid a nice girl depending on how young you are because that's something I was always told like she's so nice and people look at you and they they get an idea of how you are based on how you look and they think they can cross boundaries and take advantage of you and you you got to be willing to just end that and cut that off when it starts because if you don't if you allow that behavior all you're doing is showing yourself you can't trust yourself that it's small little moments of puncturing holes in your self-trust and that just leads to a total disintegration of it later on and it's going to take a long time to rebuild it Um, and I know this from personal experience I'm still rebuilding my self-trust but yeah always knowing your boundaries standing up for yourself backing yourself in moments like that okay Um, those are the four main tips honestly I mean there's so many variations to these and so much that you can actually do depending on your circumstances but these are the four basic ones that I've notice from my own experience that have really helped me learn how to back myself up how to learn how to trust myself again um, and ultimately be able to cultivate a life where I know I can trust myself to embark on certain things and certain journeys with other people and know that I'm going to to be there to catch myself you know because that's really all it comes down to at the end of the day knowing that you're there to take care of yourself when you need to and it's hard. It's hard when you are raised in an environment that teaches you to be dependent on other people, um, to be scared of risk, be scared of connecting with others, or even just scared because you've been shown that you can't trust other people, right? Based on how you've been raised, the kind of environment you're in. And it's really hard. And so the first step to creating and maintaining healthy relationships in all forms, romantic, friendship, job, like career relationships, is to first be self-grounded in you and understand that you're there for yourself. Whatever happens, you're going to be there. And if you can't actually act on it, like I said before, like if you feel like you're in a really dangerous or threatening situation and you can't act in the way that you normally would to show yourself that you're backing yourself up, at least to have that self-awareness, to know that this was a boundary this is, it has now been crossed and to take that into future relationships with you and then be able to show it to other people and as you do that you're able to find the right people for you the more aligned people that can understand you understand your boundaries and know that if they cross them you're going to stand up for yourself you're going to be there and you're not just going to let it slide and ultimately it's just important for you to know that for yourself because Life is going to throw you curveballs all the time. You're going to meet people that like to do that kind of stuff and step over boundaries. And yeah, you just got to be there for yourself, for your inner child. And so that you can live a content life where you're, whatever you're going through, you'll know at least, at least I have me, <laughs> you know, and that's not to say that you shouldn't have connection with people, of course, like connecting with people, forming a community, being in love, like all that stuff is so important. And Yeah, I would never say not to do that. But to know that if any of that stuff falls apart, at least you have you. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this. Um, If you have any questions, feel free to email me, DM me on Instagram. I have a lot of people doing that too. Um, I love talking to you guys about your own like specific um, struggles you're going through and just giving my, my perspective on it. Um... It also, it helps me process my own stuff and also um, allows me to pass on my knowledge and information to anybody else who might need it. Because a lot of time I wish I had this kind of information when I was going through my journey earlier on. So yeah, if you have any more specific questions about this topic of backing yourself up, feel free to reach out to me. Um, If you like this podcast, please leave a comment and review on Apple Podcasts and give me a follow on Spotify. I'm hoping to continue just putting out new episodes like this um, weekly and just making each one a more detailed look into the topics I talk about on my TikTok because those seem to be doing really well. So I think there's not enough people talking about this kind of stuff. I don't know. Or maybe my perspective just kind of resonates with a lot of people. So yeah, um, again, I hope you enjoyed this and I'll talk to you all next week.